I heard the Holy Spirit say, if you lose your life, you find it, right? It's this idea of the unraveling of what we've held on to uh, so that he can actually bring to front and center what he's established from the beginning. Welcome to the Jesus Storybook Bible Podcast, a place where we remind you that grace can rewrite any story, that hope shines a light through our darkest moments, and that God's love changes lives. Here's your host, New York Times bestselling author, Sally Lloyd-Jones. Hello, I'm Sally Lloyd-Jones, author of the Jesus Storybook Bible, which tells the story of God's never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Welcome to the show. I knew my guest and I had something in common when I heard she loves the same book I do. Today, we're talking about finding your purpose in pain, and I don't know anyone more qualified to teach us about finding purpose in pain than Viktor Frankl and his seminal book, Man's Search for Meaning. I'm sure you know it, but if you don't, well, then you're in for a life-changing read. I have some favorite quotes from it. Here are some of them. Quote, those who have a why to live can bear with almost any how. End of quote. And this one, quote, life is never made unbearable by circumstances, but only by lack of meaning and purpose. End quote. And then this one, which is a little longer. Quote, don't aim at success. The more you aim at it and make it a target, the more you're going to miss it. For success, like happiness, cannot be pursued. It must ensue. And it only does so as the unintended side effect of one's personal dedication to a cause greater than oneself, or as the byproduct of one's surrender to a person other than oneself. Happiness must happen, and the same holds for success. You have to let it happen by not caring about it. End of quote. Our guest today is Rebecca Lyons. Along with being a fellow fan of Frankel, Rebecca is a national speaker and best-selling author of several books, including Rhythms of Renewal, Trading Stress and Anxiety for a Life of Peace and Purpose. Rebecca shares her own battles to overcome anxiety and depression and how, though we do everything in our power to avoid it, pain can lead us to our true purpose. Rebecca invites each of us to boldly pursue our God-given purpose from a place of freedom and joy. She is a gentle, disarmingly honest guide who is humble and filled with hope. She reminds us of the mystery that suffering doesn't eliminate joy. Sometimes it is the gateway to it. I know you'll be as encouraged and inspired as I was listening to her. So without further ado, please welcome my friend and now yours, Rebecca Lyons. I started studying the work of Viktor Frankl, Man's Search for Meaning, written in the late 1940s, and he was a Holocaust survivor who really, his, his goal as a leading psychiatrist that was grounded in a Hebrew-Jewish faith, the premise of his work was that the root of anxiety is unfulfilled responsibility. And it's this idea that we know that we're made 
by our creator, knit together and formed and fashioned in the womb. And that all our days are written and planned before one of them began, but we're not, we're not living it. We're not embodying maybe that longing that we know deep inherently in our soul. And so there's a sense of lostness that can be attached to that, an aimless, a wandering, maybe even a discouragement or often despair of like, what if I don't unlock that, you know, code or what's the secret or what's the thing that just makes my heart sing or come alive. And so it puts this pressure on us that all of a sudden manifests in more anxiety. A lot of college students experience this or people who retire or who are shifting careers are like, now what? Like if I don't have this deeply held sense of meaning and purpose, what is left? And so people who are saying like, I'm not in a vocation that's passionate for me. What they're really saying is I don't have an inner peace and I don't have soul rest. My job is to help people uncover what's already there versus thinking that calling is this abstract thing that like floats down from the sky and lands on your head. Viktor Frankl says this very clearly. He says, life is not made unbearable by circumstances, but by lack of meaning and purpose. When my oldest, Cade, who's now 21, was born with a Down syndrome diagnosis when I was only 26, I felt like a baby myself. And I thought, oh, whoa, we have gotten out beyond our skis. I have no idea. I'm barely an adult myself. How do I raise this child? And There was even a lostness there, like, I'm ill-equipped. You picked the wrong girl. I don't know how to steward this well. And yet God met me even in that grief or that different uh, reality. And honestly, that nearness of God in that season brought the Holy Spirit to bear in my life in like exponential ways I'd never really encountered in church. Just the nearness of lament, honestly, and the nearness of dependency I heard the Holy Spirit say, if you lose your life, you find it, right? It's this idea of the unraveling of what we've held on to uh, so that he can actually bring to front and center what he's established from the beginning. And if crisis in your life that gives you a meaning beyond yourself and beyond your days, all of a sudden there's a joy. Like my mother-in-law is a great example of this. She had ovarian cancer for four years. She um, suffered these last couple months with COVID. She went to be with her savior 10 days ago. And the craziest thing is she got to where she could thank God for it. She would say, you know, I'm grateful because it keeps me so dependent on God about her cancer. And then literally in her final hours before she went to be with Jesus, literally like 10 days ago, she pulls off her BiPAP and all the oxygen and she talks to the whole family around and she says, Stay close to the Lord and in His Word. Stay grounded in truth, for only then you will be free. She has total peace about encountering her Savior because she has known that intimacy with Him all along. She understood the perspective of suffering for me to live as Christ, but to die as gain. And man, I'm like, whoa, that is a baton pass that I'm not sure I'm ready to take on. But it is surely, um, it is... It is an eternal perspective, and I want to have that mindset more. I've been comforted by God enough to go, I want to be a comfort to the people I encounter. That's the meaning or significance. That's where the pain becomes purpose. So I think a lot of people who've walked through hardship go, they might see be seen as encouragers, but it's simply because we're just giving what we've been given, and that just pays itself forward.
I'm going to read from the Friend of Little Children from Matthew 18, 19, Mark 10, and Luke 18. Jesus' friends were arguing, who was the most important helper in God's kingdom? They wanted to know. I am, James said. No, you're not, said Peter. I am. Nonsense, said Matthew. I'm the cleverest. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Yes, no, am too. This silliness went on and on like that for some time. You see, Jesus' friends had started thinking they had to do something to make themselves special to Jesus. That if they were the cleverest or the nicest or something, Jesus would like them best. But they had forgotten something, something God had been teaching his people all through the years. That no matter how clever you are, or how good you are, or how rich you are, or how nice you are, or how important you are, none of it makes any difference. Because God's love is a gift. And as anyone will tell you, the whole thing about a gift is, it's free. All you have to do is reach out your hands and take it. I think we want purpose to be the cleverest or the nicest or, you know, rich or important. And Jesus says, none of this makes any difference to me because I love you as you are. And it's free. (laughs) And I think that's, it reminds me so much of just like how we come to really know God's love. I think honestly, that is the biggest hurdle for the believer and the unbeliever is to come to know his love. It's not to just sing about it or write about it or talk about it or recite a verse about it. It's to come to know it in your bones. And I do believe that I came to know his love when he held me in those places of pain. And when he showed me like the thing that I really wanted to achieve so that I would feel worthy of love, um, maybe did or didn't happen. And he was still there on the other side showing me that none of those things matter. So it's the remaining in his love that helps us keep knowing his love. You can get the Jesus Storybook Bible wherever books are sold. To find out more about the book and all of Sally's other books, please visit Sally at sallylloyd-jones.com and follow her on Instagram at Jones and at Jesus underscore storybook underscore Bible. Before we go, don't forget, God loves you with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Oh, hello, it's me again, Sally. I'm just popping back briefly to say two things. The first thing is, don't forget to subscribe to the show because that way you'll get the stories straight to your phone. And the other thing is, while we're at it, would you rate the show and leave us a review? That would be so great because it helps other people find the show too. I really appreciate your help. Thank you.